Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. legit bat the whole gang is here today i'm joe jen's here ben is here bullshit no he actually is here and we haven't caught up with this guy in four fucking ever uh we used to have him on all the time but then he had some life changes and you know like squirting kids out and moving getting new jobs but uh big dumb fucking kyle from the big dumb podcast which so is this now defunct like you're not doing it anymore or it's, what it's defunct and uh now after the 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 controversy with uh obdm uh it oh. is officially no longer the big dumb podcast it's removed from all platforms um i will be back in some form um eventually just as not not the big dumb podcast but Guys, it's good to be back. Thank you for uh, putting up with me during my time of hiatus. I, you mentioned life changes. I'm actually a woman now. Um, oh, good. And that was that was really the big thing. Um, I'm finally comfortable to come out and say that. So, so now um, Kylie. Yeah, it's Kyletta actually. <laughs> right. And so. everybody better respect his pronouns. It is man. Dare dead name him. It's man. Yes. It's man. God. But it's yeah, guys, it's, it's good to be back, man. It's uh, it's good to chat with y'all. Um, and to see you guys, like, I remember the first pod, I was just thinking about this the other day, the first podcast we did, like what, two years ago, um, just how much of a good time we had. So, uh, glad to be here. Chatting oh, yeah. with y'all. We I, hit it right off. And then I think we had you and the other Kyle conspiracy Kyle, which I don't think he's doing his show anymore either. He's, they're dropping like flies. He's in and out. I think, well, I think the, you know, the kind of, as we were seeing with post COVID, you know, the, the free money is gone. The work from home is over. People are getting back to their lives, um, and I think it's just it, it takes a different level of commitment. Um, and I, I didn't necessarily want to stop. Um, I just felt like I needed to kind of refocus a little bit, and then uh, you know rebrand and kind of come. I've been planning on rebranding since before the whole OBDM thing. And here's the thing: I support them 100. percent I told Mike, I was like, dude, I want y'all to get to four million, no matter what it takes. So if I'm getting in the way, I will. I will gladly like get rid of the and i even changed my instagram to not obdm i'm sorry <laughs> wait did you um, was this a real controversy it was Were a you... controversy among fans not really obdm no themselves. yeah mike was super cool about it he never really had a problem but like anytime he mentioned it on the show i would get berated like berated by people he just recently mentioned it on the and show that, what the fuck very recently yeah no and after that like i got a bunch of messages from people like the fuck is wrong with you you're a piece of shit like you're so unoriginal like you suck and i'm like whoa 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 you didn't like, even know about obdm when you before. started your show right and i explained or you didn't know what obdm stood for right exactly i had no idea and i'm like now i'm a huge fan and so i'm like i still support the show i still listen to every episode like i i love it it's a bit one of the highlights of my week right oh yeah um and so like i don't want to any i have no hard feelings towards any of any of the guys, Joe, Mike, Cretched, um, I've chatted with Mike about it before. He's like, dude, I'm sorry that people are berating you. Like, that was not my intention. So, um, but yeah, it's, you know, people just get, they get really uh, tribal about things, even in like the conspiracy podcast world. Like we've seen that from day one, people just like latching onto their people. And it's like, ah, like they're like little warriors for people. And I'm like, that's cool. But you know, it's uh, it's a little ridiculous because I think well, at the end of the day, we all just want to hang out and and do a, sh a fun show and have a good time. You know, yeah. I think I think you see some of the people in their true colors in that like sect. 
like the conspiracy, just kind of like open minded, you know, go on a podcast, have a great conversation. And then behind the scenes, there are not OBDM, but like you'll hear about these podcasts. They're like, oh, we're all open. And then one thing pisses them off behind the curtain and they become the exact thing that they're always bitching about. And it's like, okay, so you're okay. So you're clearly in it for the views and the likes and all that shit. And it's crazy how much we're. Yeah. And the fans are they get crazy, right? Like, do y'all have any crazy fans? A couple. Yeah. I I try not to even uh, put a spotlight (laughs) on them, though. Sometimes I do just for fun, just to (laughs) fuck with them. But 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 I like what you said, Ben, like people will say one thing and then when a situation arises, they'll completely flip flip flop. And we've seen that in the past five days with all this like war stuff going on, like all the conservatives were like, get money out of out of Ukraine. Like we need to stop sending them money. And then as soon as this Israel thing happens, it's like, take my fucking money, please. Like we need to bomb these brown people in the in the desert. Like, please, God, I want to so bad. Dude, it's uh, I we just c- kind of talked about that thing the other the whole thing and how it's been going on for decades and how the U.S. funds both sides of it, just yeah. like always. And but, you know, you put one thing on the media and blast it over and well, over and people are just like, well, we got to put this profile picture in our uh, Facebook because we were told to. We have to do it. So you want to hear a conspiracy about this thing? I explained it to Lene. I think it was last night or the night before. Uh, end of last week, right before all the shit went down, I just finished that sixth book from Jack Carr, uh, the Terminalist series. Oh, the uh, sixth one? Yeah, he's got six out and he's going to be coming out with the seventh. But I'm on number three right now. Shit, I didn't know that there were six. I thought three was the newest. What's 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 the name of the I'm, I didn't mean to sidetrack you, but like I, I thought there were only three books out. No, number four is the devil's something. I think it's the devil's hand. And then number five is uh. Fuck, I can't remember number five, but number Jeez. six is in the blood. So long story short, Jack Carr was on uh, Rogan like a year ago, and he was saying that when he wrote book four, he had literally described exactly what happened in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And then when it happened, the DOD, because he has to throw everything through the DOD for uh, a redaction because of his clearance, previous clearance level as a SEAL, he had to basically rewrite that whole book. Because he was like, the whole plot line was about Russia invading Ukraine because NATO was getting too close. And like he he said on Rogan's podcast, he's like, yeah, I basically had to redact the whole book and then just said, I'm going to write a new book because obviously the situation can't be that. Here's the sh- here's the crazy part. So prior to this thing with Israel in the book, he talks about what Russia would do and their next step would be to attack Israel, making it look like it's the Middle East. So that the funds would be split to Ukraine and the troops, which we would do, would get split to Israel so that China could then move on Taiwan and our infrastructure, both economically and militarily, would be stretched to the thinnest level. And then Russia would make their play, making them the person who purchased the bullet, in essence. So you have the thing in Ukraine already set up. Russia then, you know, fakely attacks Israel using the Middle East. And then that splits us up and then China moves on Taiwan and then all of it gets connected. He all of this was theoretical fiction in the book that I had finished two days before this attack on Israel. And I explained it to Lene and I'm like, it's the fucking Russians. I'm like, they told they put them up to it. And Lene's like, yeah, but that's the thing. That's 100 percent reasonable. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) These guys who have been in the military for 20 years, like generals even you know seals like the amount of stuff they've seen and like their mind just works for war and strategy yeah. like it's not that far-fetched for someone to think like this is what i would do right well and he's got contacts what... oh like, i'm he, sure he, is, oh, he yeah. straight up said like he has little birdies not on twitter that are tweeting at him uh so i don't want you to mention my name and i would highly recommend you keep this out of the book so when he finishes and starts his books, he explains where his head was at when he wrote the book, why he wrote it. And then at the very end, he goes through a whole list of, by the way, in the book, this is one thing that's uh, that happened. I use this as a timeline for part of my story and the character building. However, this cabin that I mentioned being a CIA black site, as to my knowledge, is not one. 
So like he 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 does these little things at the end of it that the DOD made him do. But at one point, I was reading book two and it says, uh, chapter two, James Reese, August 10th, redacted. Like location is redacted. And then paragraph one, redacted. Paragraph two, redacted. And then it continues to describe the place he's at and a whole bunch of landmarks are all redacted so that you can't figure it out. And Rogan asked him about it. He goes, yeah, that's because when you know that these places exist, but nobody else does and you don't realize nobody else does, you don't find that out until the DOD is like, yeah, you're cleared for that. Nobody else is. You can't put that in there. <laughs> right. That's dude. Yeah. The, his books are so, so good. The The second one was a little slow, like the time in Africa and stuff like that. But uh, I'm starting up. the third one. But yeah, dude, it's it's nuts how you can. And if you look at. I've been telling people like it's the fourth turning. Like, I don't know who wrote that book, uh, that that uh, dude who wrote. Y'all know who I'm talking about? The fourth I don't turning. remember his name, but we talked to uh, Gordon from those conspiracy guys. And that was mm -hmm. that whole show as he was talking about the fourth turning. Yeah. And you can and it's just like history is just cyclical, right? It's not necessarily repeating, but it's rhyming and it's cyclical. And we're coming on the end of that 80 year cycle or whatever. Um, and I think it's there's going to be another another massive conflict, unfortunately. Um, and I don't know if we're going to be on the uh, the uh, the winning side of that as much as it sucks. Like I'd love for America to like whoop some ass, but at the same time, like I don't want any, like, like Donald Trump said, I want people to stop dying. Right. That's like the best answer you could give is like, I just want people to stop dying. I don't want to take sides. I just want to like chill out, eat a moon pie, drink a seven up, stop murdering people. You know what and I mean? And honey buns and cigarettes and, and lottery <laughs> tickets. Well, that that's from that sheriff in Florida. He did a press conference like two years ago when crime started spiking. And that was an exact quote of his. He was like, everybody just chill out, eat a moon pot, drink a seven up, stop murdering people. Dude, he's so funny. He's a great, he's, he's hilarious. Or I'll do you one better. Eat some crickets, um, then a seven up and then own nothing and be happy. It's, I mean, if you want, I'm we're drinking alcohol, so I can't really speak to the, uh, you know, health benefits of anything. I'm not exactly an expert on that. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I was going to ask Sean from Kill the Mockingbirds the other day what he thought about, because we were kind of on this track, too, and about the, the cycles and all that stuff. Uh, the one thing I always think about uh, being raised as Christians, I know Ben does, too, is that the, apparently the end times are going to be characterized by wars and rumors of war. Uh, every time I heard that, I'm like, oh, so the whole of history because that yeah. describes the whole <laughs> of history. Yeah, right? That's why there's so many predictions about when the end times are nigh. Right. Yeah. And I don't pay attention to these exact date people like fuck, fuck yourself. <laughs> but uh, it does seem weird, like the ramping up, at least in my life. And from what I can tell from history, the ramping up in the last few years has been a lot more than any other time. And maybe by wars and rumors of wars, it means like social media. It doesn't have to necessarily be actual wars. It could just be the shit you see on a screen. Like what, what's your view on that whole like end times type of shit? Well, it's interesting too. Cause like as we, as technology accelerates our access to information accelerates. And I would argue that there's actually less war and destruction and death overall, but we just hear about every instance of it. Right. Like, you see, you see, like people getting shot in Chicago because everybody has a ring camera now, and it just gets uploaded to Twitter, and everybody sees it, right? And they're like, "Oh my God, it's a, it's a crime wave, right?" But it really, it's just always been happening, and you, you just never hear about it. So that that's one aspect. Um, and then two, I I listen to old Art Bell episodes to go to sleep, and from like the '90s, like before I was even born, and it, it's really fascinating to hear like the exact same. Like I listened to one last night from like 1997, and he's like. Uh, yeah, you know, China's going to take Taiwan and then Russia's going to try to take back the the rest of the Soviet Union and all this. I'm like, oh, my God, that that was 30 years ago, almost yeah. like the shit is just always. And Arbel talks about the quickening. He wrote a book about it where just this acceleration of of events and, and things happening. And I I like to chalk it up to, you know, just the, our access to information and the the ability to communicate quickly across the world. Um I don't necessarily if you look at it statistically and I Rogan has had this guy on before who talks about like people are dying less than ever before. People are living longer. Crime is way down. People aren't starving. People are coming out of pot like less people are in poverty than ever before. 
uh, people just don't want to hear about that. Right. That's not what gets clicks. That's not what gets views. And so um, and if you think about it, like World War One, World War Two, like, oh, my God, what were those people thinking about the end times? Right. They were probably losing their shit because it was literally like the whole world was on fire. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't know if there's necessarily the end times. I think every generation kind of has this thing. And I, if you want to get biblical, the Bible says, like, no, no one will know the the hour or the second or whatever it says, you know, and right, I think and that, if, that's if how you're you know anticipating. Right. If you're anticipating, you're like, oh, I think it's going to come now. It's like people who do dates on stuff like, oh, like tomorrow, right? Tomorrow, Friday the 13th, they're like, there's going to be terror attacks in the United States coming up from the border and all this stuff. It's like, how do you know? You know what I mean? How do you know that you didn't just instigate it by saying that when nobody else was fucking thinking it? This is uh, I agree with you on the whole social media platform and it not actually being nearly as bad as it has been just without our knowledge. Like the whole ignorance is bliss thing, whether it be forced or optional, is 100% true. World War II, I think it was a total of tens of millions. I think it was like 85 million or something like that. Minimum. (laughs) Across all countries, yeah, died in five years plus. It's like we were at war in Iraq for 20 and we lost a couple like a couple tens of thousands. Now that is still really We lost like less than we did on 9-11. Like total, we lost like maybe 3000 soldiers. Okay, so okay, so even better. It's like we lost a couple thousand people and I'm not saying that that's good. I'm not a proponent for that. It depends on who it is. But look (laughs) at but look at it like they lost millions each side for the most part. I mean, we we didn't lose that nearly as many as Europe did, but Russia lost millions of people. 20 million, 20 million Russians died, mostly men. And like, like they heard about it in the news and shit like that. But now you move into the age of information and in electronics. And it's like one guy, like you said, on the door on the uh, ring doorbell. It's like you see one guy die and everybody says, oh, my God, it's an epidemic of break ins. And it's, it's like a pandemic. This has been happening for forever. Do you know how many people have been shot trying to break into houses? It happens every day all over the world. And I'm sorry. But the Middle East and, and Israel have been blowing each other up for literally thousands of years. Like, it's not going to stop now. Yeah, no, yeah. they declared war. It's serious now. You should know that. When somebody says, I declare war, then it's fucking on. I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can just declare things and it makes it more more intense. Um, but yeah, Especially if you whole... blast it all over the media, then it makes yeah. it really real. In my opinion, this is all just a distraction from, you know, stuff that's going on here. I think Israel needed a distraction. Uh, BB over there was, you know, in a little bit of political turmoil, couldn't get a government put together. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, look, I have emergency powers now. I can do what I I mean, it's literally like you mentioned conspiracy Kyle the other day, like earlier. I mean, Star Wars, like that's exactly what happens. There's yeah. a false flag and then emergency powers are enacted and he's like, I am the Senate. And then he becomes <laughs> the emperor and he takes over and, you know, the empire becomes the empire. So um, I think we just have to be careful too. like we all of us know, all of us listening know that like the U.S. government it exposes us to propaganda uh, to our own detriment, not to, like not to like pump us up or anything, but like to make us feel bad or to emotionally manipulate us. And to just fuck with us and gaslight us. And so, like, we just have to be careful about what's what's going on, what we're seeing, what we're not seeing. You know, it's like, yeah, well, th- there's a reason for that is because uh, they, they always say, you know, fear sells. Uh, who Who's uh, paying for these broadcasts? A lot of it we just talked about is pharmaceutical companies and a lot of other people. They're just trying to make money. So, you know what sells? Having a picture of a beheading on the internet, if you can monetize yeah. that, you'll make way more money than a cute picture of a puppy looking a cat. Like mm-hmm. people are going to scroll right past that and go, "No, oh, where's the jihad beheading?" Like, oh yeah, we were just talking. People about are sick. All the articles that I've seen, I was trying to find planet retard material, and it's slim pickings because it's all about Israel right now. But it's all about dead babies and dead women mm-hmm. and children and kidnapped teenage girls and i'm not saying those things aren't happening but it's all over the place to sway us to feel a certain way mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's an emotional manipulation which is a sign of a sociopath and uh psychopath and narcissist whatever else you want to do it's manipulation at a mass level and they figured it out so well that people keep falling into it every 
single time. And the whole, we talked about this with Sean, the whole current thing thing happens almost it's almost quarterly at this point. There's little mini current things in between, but the main current things happen almost like in a three to four month cycle. And that's the I, big thing. Dude, I would say three to four week cycle. I mean, think about it just this year, right? So January we had, um, what was January? Was that the train derailment or is that in February? I'll have to look at my bingo card. Cause oh. I have it filled out. Palestine, you know. Ohio or whatever that was. Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa talk about foreshadowing am i right ben you just whoa they pa palestine blew up they're gonna mm -hmm. nuke palestine that's what's gonna happen now they nuked it here they're gonna nuke it there it, with, it's like with sympathetic magic type shit next is paris tennessee uh, or paris texas Ooh. Wow, you heard it here first, folks. Yes, and but I'm just saying, like, will be no, three kidding. weeks ago, four weeks ago, we had Maui. You know, like mm -hmm. uh, that we had that, and then like two weeks ago, last week we had the whole Speaker of the House thing. I mean, like all these historical events just keep happening and happening, happening, and I, I, I think it's just going to get closer and closer together until I think who was the CIA guy who said like we'll know our disinformation is complete when like the American people don't know what's true or not. And I, I think they just want name. us in a state of chaos, right? Like, where it's just so much chaos when, but then I was thinking about it too, with all the stuff going on. Cause like I stayed up late the last four nights, just like doom scrolling, trying to figure out what was going on and like, you know, getting some little, little hopium here, little, you know, whatever. And then uh, I woke up this morning and I was like, fuck, I'm tired. I went to work completely fine. Beautiful day. No one's, you know, trying to fuck with me. Everything's cool. That doesn't mean like I shouldn't be worried, but at the same time, we have to realize like what's just here to manipulate you and like take your brain space. And then what's actually right in front of you. Like I'm about to have a kid. Like I got to focus on that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you I would recommend that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not, um, it's not helping it be. And it, it, it comes off as that you don't care, which is, it's not true that I don't know. Yeah. I just don't care. But like when things like this are going on with like Israel and Palestine, I don't care not because I'm like, fuck those people. It's I don't care because that's not affecting my life. And that might sound self-absorbed, but seriously, I have enough problems of my own to not have to worry about holding signs in the streets. Uh, I stand with Israel or Ukraine or whatever the fuck else. Like, it's not that I don't care. It's just I can't have that on my mental platter when I have everything else in my life on my mental platter. I have kids that I pick up from school and like do, you know, those everyday life things. Now, if the war came to our front door, that would be different. Yes. Yeah. Th then we can engage and hold some flags and shit. It would. But if you were in a bad place, constantly worried about what was going on in Israel, in Ukraine, and you were just constantly thinking about that doom scrolling all day or whatever or what have you, and then the war did come to your front door, you would be very ill prepared because you wouldn't know anything that was going on around mm -hmm. you because you would have been too busy looking at what's going on thousands of miles away. Yeah, exactly. Well, and it's to add to that, Joe, when you said, you know, it's not affecting me. Yeah, I 100% agree. It's not affecting me. The really, really shitty part is that now with everything at the touch of your fingers, doom scrolling, the algorithms, all of it. Guess what? Unfortunately, it does because it affects our fucking gas prices and the amount that we pay because the government says it affects us. Like, right. But that's so, nothing we have any direct no, control over. That's what I'm saying is like mentally. If we put away everything that we have now in comparison to when we were kids, it's like, dude, do you know how much more at peace everyone would be? And it's not because you're sticking your head in the sand. It's not because you don't know that it's not happening. It's because you know that it's happening. But guess what? It's not in your face to make you feel like a piece of shit for it not happening to you in some twisted across the world survivor's guilt that we're Americans and we should feel bad for all of these people. That has been happening. Kids have been dying in Africa of starvation for a very long time. I remember those ads when I was a kid as well. And they were there to make you feel bad. So they get you money from you money. And yeah. so I'm like, it. the scheme has not changed, but the delivery method has. And it's worse now than ever because you can't fucking get away from it. And because so many people rely on these platforms to m maintain their businesses, promote their businesses, Keep in touch with people. We can keep in touch with family members across the world now. It's amazing. But every time you access that, you're saying 
Go ahead and show me all the shit that I don't need to see and don't want to see so that I can get mentally fucked before I go to work today. Like it's this horrible cycle that does end up affecting us. And it's not in a way that's in front of our face. We don't have people dying in the streets. We're not seeing people mutilated. But even if you don't pay attention to it, the government is still making it affect us in subliminal ways and not so subliminal ways. Well, I wouldn't yeah, say just yeah. the government. It's it's also corporations that have a vested interest in mining your data and keeping you logged into Facebook and Instagram and all these fucking places. And sure. I don't think anybody's really above that unless you're living out in the middle of the woods with no internet access. Can right. you imagine how blissful that would be to not know what was going on and all of a sudden you just get nuked? Well, you wouldn't know. What was that Duncan Trussell yeah. quote? He said, there's some poor fool sitting next to a waterfall right now without a phone who doesn't know how mad he's supposed to be. Yeah, Shame exactly. Like, <laughs> how sad. It's like, oh, that uh, poor yeah. guy. But yeah. I mean, like the, the, you make a great point, Ben, that like the things actually do affect us. Um, and maybe the reasons what they say, you know, like, oh, it's uh, Russia's fault that inflation is so high. It's like we know that's bullshit, right? We yeah, know Bidenomics is not working, but these things are affecting us, right? These policies and stuff, at least like when Trump was in office, he was honest. He's like, yeah, we're leaving some troops there uh, because <laughs> that's fucking our oil. You know what I mean? Like we're, that's why gas prices are $1.87 a gallon. Yeah, we like, went there to get oil. We're going to keep doing that. Yeah, and, it, and, well, and, and that like, was our it, poppy fields, too. Have you seen the price of fucking heroin these days? Oh, my God, it's outrageous. Dude. Like uh, I'm trying to get a dime bag out here. It's expensive, man. But but you see, that's why you got to upgrade to fentanyl because it's a bigger bang for oh, your geez. buck. You know what I'm saying? He's oh, yes. Be real careful. These with things that. are affecting us like gas prices. Even in Texas, they like two weeks ago, they were almost four dollars a gallon, which is unheard of here. Oh, oh no. my God. Sorry. Yeah, I'm you fucking 15. You fucking lives out in Cali with your with your EVs and your hybrids. You can go. Dude, I see. I live in Lubbock. I live in Lubbock, Texas, like West Texas oil country. I've never seen so many Tesla cars in one place. It's maddening. It's so it, stupid. That I'm like, scares me more than the gas prices. All those Teslas out there about to catch fire one day. Like, no, fuck. you want to know. You want to know what that scares me about Teslas is the fact that everybody who is claiming they're doing the environment a favor, a favor really, really, really has the blinders on. I love how all of this is being pushed and people I thought were smart are eating it the fuck up like oh yeah I'm going green I'm like do you know the damage that they do it'll never pay for itself just one they're misunderstanding car. pretty basic concepts of I want don't quote me but I want to say like 80% of the power is derived from coal like electricity so the more it's the more electric cars you have on the road the more coal plants you have to build because solar Wind and, and there's some nuclear too, but I, I don't know the exact ratio, but it's mostly fucking coal. So and that's not to mention the uh, the mining. I've showed pictures on Instagram before mm -hmm. of the lithium mines and the cobalt that's, mines. And that's all yes. slave fucking children labor down there. And they're, you know, they're saving the earth by digging it the fuck up. It's hard and then, paying union jobs, uh, Joe. That's that's all you got to oh, you got to remember. Right. It's hard paying union jobs. Right. right, right. Um, but here's the I, I've known this for since I was like 14 or 15, like when I was getting hit with the climate change stuff, like I was always told your carbon footprint will be lower by just driving the car that you have. Yeah. Like the what it takes yeah. the carbon footprint to make a new car is more than like you'll use in your lifetime. It's like it's very equivalent. I don't know if that's accurate, but it's it's a significant amount. So you're better off just driving the car you have and fixing it until you can't drive it anymore than buying a new EV. And especially those EVs, they're, the footprint on those things is fucking huge when you take into the, the components, the manufacturing, the batteries, the mining, all that stuff. It literally like doubles your, your output of if that's what they care about, right? Your carbon footprint. And I think maybe Klaus Schwab is going to hit those tesla retards back in a few years when they start charging carbon credits they're going to backlog them for all the you know dead african children who mined it and be like hey you know like you uh that that didn't really offset your carbon so you owe us some uh some money oh can you imagine that fucking prorated carbon credits on the tesla drivers what? and i don't have a problem with uh, hang on but i don't have a problem with people that are buying a tesla because it's kind of cool and they're, they're fun fucking to drive sweet. they're fucking yeah. awesome yeah and you don't have to pay for gas i I've get never, that i've only but... i took an uber in one like uh this summer and i was like i, I couldn't open the door <laughs> Fucking like, spaceship. Over, and yeah. I was like, um, lady, how do I get in? <laughs> no, I get that idea. Like you buy a Ferrari, not because you're trying to 
be gas efficient because it's a fucking sweet car. That's fine. But if you're trying to say, I'm saving the environment by driving this, go fuck yourself. Seriously. Dude, and South what? Park called all of this like years ago. They had that hybrid episode where the people smell their own farts because they got a hybrid. <laughs> like that's been going on for years, man. It's like I, I drive hybrid now and they fart and they just stick their heads down and. Oh, I saved so hey, much money on gas. They're capturing uh, methane from the atmosphere. So they really are doing their part. Yeah. It's recycled. Yeah. What's the, I've been uh, doing that for years. I smell my own farts. What What's the metal that people steal transmissions for that is in them? The catalytic converters and catalytic converters. I don't so know. The funny part about catalytic converters, especially here in California, I found this out after I moved to Florida. Platinum. California is all about the catalytic converters to lower, you know, so you can get it smogged so that you're not pumping out. Problem is, is that it 100% stifles the power output of the car. Yeah. Now, the other thing about catalytic converters is what it took to make it. So I love this whole circular thinking. We're going to put on catalytic converters so that you lower your carbon footprint, even though the mining process and manufacturing pro pro uh, process of said catalytic converter does way more damage to the environment than you would ever do if you never had one installed on your car. So we'll be right back after this quick ad break. So get the skip button ready. But if it doesn't play, well, lucky you. So it's like, Okay, so it kind of goes along with farting cows. It's like, are you really going to blame the symptom? Or like you said, just let your car fucking run. Chop that motherfucking pipe off. Let it be loud. Let it sound ridiculous. And guess what? You're actually probably going to do the environment a favor by not having a catalytic converter because of the mining process it took to make it. It's like right. we're always so backwards thinking. The massive batteries in Tesla, the lithium, the amount of damage that it does to get the amount you need for one of those batteries does so much more damage to the environment than you will ever get. Not to mention sucking power off the grid now in mass quantities from Teslas and Priuses. And dude, they're so heavy like, too, man. Like our fuck. infrastructure can't, like if every car was a Tesla or every semi truck was a, a battery powered, like our bridges and roads would crumble under the weight. We like, have an there's... all electric bus now in our bus system. Now, buses are pretty light though they're mostly empty uh we i uh there's one at work too like downtown there's a couple electric buses they're real quiet they have to add noisemakers because people will be on their phones and just walk in front of a bus because uh, they don't hear it <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that was a problem <laughs> no that was a problem with like the fisker car that didn't make any noise and like teslas when they first came out they were silent and so they had to add car like a speaker that makes car noises because people were just walking in front of them because they didn't hear them. Right. And, and if you argue common sense to look both ways, the next argument is blind people, which is the only case that I would stand up against because it's like, I'm sorry, but if you're on your phone crossing a street, your mom needs to slap you or your mom needs to be slapped because you should be looking both ways before you cross the street. However, if you're blind, I get that one. What? No, you shouldn't. Why? If you're blind and you're just walking around aimlessly, that's fucking stupid still. Well, no, that's why they had the chirping sounds for, like, the crossing edge. the street is so that blind people that are trying to be out and active, they push it and then they wait for the sound to know that they're able to cross the street with their. I don't stick. trust people enough to trust that little chirp chirp because I've seen I, I don't either. I work in a not even an urban environment, but enough traffic where I see some shit every day where people just go anyway. And on both sides, pedestrians and cars, they just they just go anyway. Yeah, like, like, you can't do stuff. It's like when you have food allergies, sometimes you shouldn't go out to eat. I know that sucks and that's not fair. Sure. Like life dealt you a shitty hand and that blows. But if you're blind, you probably shouldn't be taking walks by yourself. I'm just saying I'm not well, trying to be mean. So I saying. actually do understand that line of thinking, too, because Lene and I had this conversation about the whole nut allergy in schools. And I remember the first time that Lonnie was going to preschool in Florida, they were like, yeah, so any nut uh, things or that includes other items that aren't nuts, but may or may not have been manufactured in a nut facility, like a process, which is like plant, everything, which is like everything, pine nuts, peanuts, all like all of it. Yeah, you can't have any of those. And Lonnie was like, so I can't have peanut butter and jelly at school nope. and i'm like nope a kid favorite can no longer be in school because there might not even like that we have one on campus like it's it's bad 
okay, then for lunch, I'm sorry, kiddo, you can either eat by yourself or you can eat with the other kids that didn't bring any nut products, whatever. But just that's a mite. If, if, I'm, oh, I'm, sure I'm pretty sure my kids' school cafeteria not that long ago had PB&J Uncrustables on the menu. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, common. No, yeah, but where do they draw that. the line, though? Because isn't Lonnie allergic to fish? So, like, what? Why, why is why are they just saying oh all right well why are they or he was allergic to chicken or whatever right or he threw up every time he ate it so is the school gonna ban chicken why is it just nuts you have to be there's so I many don't know. things that people are allergic to shellfish it'll just i mean be i crickets. guess schools that's don't really Joe, have yeah. that but yeah like and i that's my whole thing is that she, like and that was our argument against it was that it's like i'm sorry if you, like you said, got dealt a shitty hand on something, nobody likes fucking cancer either. But we know that people get it like it sucks. If I you have cancer. a nut allergy or if you have an allergy, a food allergy, the rest of the 99% should not be punished. It's like that uh, Bill Maher saying nowadays, if you're afraid of something, a room with a bunch of sharp objects, the point isn't to not go in the room. It's to make the rest of us wear bubble wrap. It's like the idea is to keep one person safe by completely mitigating the freedom of everybody else. And it's well, if we're talking wrong. about children, it's it's I feel like it's more taking the liability away from the teacher because that's who's going to get in trouble. The school system comes the back teacher. to money again. So, yeah. so it's saying, 100%. OK, well, if, if they're not going to watch my child, because you can't really expect a child to know how to read the back of a label to see oh, if it was sure. made you in can't a factory that too. processes nuts. Well, yeah, but whatever. <laughs> but the parents I'm just should. talking about in yeah, and the parents <laughs> should know and explain that to the teacher, and the teacher should be able to watch out for that. But it's like they're taking responsibility away from people left and right. And I'm not saying the teacher should be responsible for watching that child like a hawk 24/7, but there should be something else in place. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, te teachers when... used to be able to spank the kids' ass too, but and the parents everything... were like, yeah. Literally everything was allergic to Ariel. Yeah, I watched her like a hawk because she's three. She doesn't understand that she can't have foods. And that was the saddest part was by the time she could start eating foods, she immediately knew she couldn't eat them. And we had to coax her into eating them because she thought that those foods were just bad. And it was like I had to explain to her as much as I could from, you know, nine months old until she was allowed to start eating things like, no, 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 the foods aren't bad. They're just going to make you sick. And that's I'm so sorry because it's not a problem with you. It's a fucking problem with you. Like, it, I don't know. It's how hard to tell to a three year old. That. Sorry, you just suck. Like, like that's you just, just how you your were gut, born. Your gut hey, kid, sucks. You're fucked up. Sorry. <laughs> and your shit's all retarded. <laughs> You talk, talk like, like a, a fag. fag. <laughs> oh man, I wish I had my board. I got that button somewhere. <laughs> um, what up, retarded faggots? Oh, hey, 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 easy Whoa, there. Now. Hey, um, but yeah, I I agree. It's uh, it, it's uh, we're, we're seeing that too. Like I've worked on college campuses for most of my professional career, and like there's safe spaces, but only for certain people, right? Like it's not <laughs> safe for everybody. It's only safe for some people, and then like. It's like a here's a room where everybody's allowed except you, white man. You can't come in here. And it's like, and I do. I literally so at my the job I'm at, I'm at now, they told me like this. The one of my coworkers told me this like a couple weeks ago. He he was like, um, uh, yeah, actually they were like, <laughs> I'm serious, dude. It's it's bad. Um, but everyone's really most of the time pretty cool. Anyway, he was like, uh, yeah, um, we didn't have a whole lot of candidates, you know, that ap applied for your job. And I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. He's like, but, uh, you know, uh, it, you being straight and white was like, it was hard for us to, like, justify hiring you. What? And I was like, fuck? oh, sorry. One of your supervisors said this? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you're one of those establishments. Can, Got it. What is your job title? Do you mind telling us? If you don't want to, that's fine, too. I just work. I work in a, at a university as a okay. staff member. He's just a know. dude. So yeah. or a guy. Interesting Sexist. that they had to. So that's oh, and I said where bias. I live too. So you probably know what school I work at. It's fine. I mean, I don't care. I I'm not a huge fan of the plate. Like, just the work <laughs> is not what I thought it was going to be. 
So, you know, I kind of packed up my whole life and moved out here for this job yeah. and it like fucking sucks. <laughs> Put everything on this. So yeah, like, like, job. like yeah. I love my old job. My wife loved her old job. Yeah. Well, like I didn't have a whole lot of like upward mobility, but now that I'm here, I realize, oh, I have no upward mobility here either. And the work like it sucks. You know what I mean? And so it controlled. seems like most jobs these days. And he, it turns out like, they, oh, God. they didn't they uh, only one other person applied and it was a student like a graduating student who a black lesbian female as another white dude. You know what I mean? And it was like, well, that doesn't make me feel very like wanted. It's like y'all right. needed, like y'all needed me. Like you weren't going to get anybody else. Yeah. That tells you that they needed somebody so bad. They were willing to, in their hire opinion, the straight white male. Yeah. Hire the straight white guy, you know, reach down the bottom of the barrel yeah. to them because they want somebody. And meanwhile, promotes like, inclusion. Like we're the like I was we were all working the other day and I looked around. And I was like, oh, it's only white dudes in here actually getting work done. <laughs> oh, you know so they I needed mean? more diversity. <laughs> That's why they were hesitant to hire you. Well, because they're like, we don't need another one of you. Either way, I think it's so it's so exclusive to say it's exclusionary to say, well, you're straight and white. Like, why even bother 100%. saying that? It because is exclusionary, to say, but to them, it's. There, it's Diversity. not being inclusive, right? Right. If it's like it's Stupid. it's it's not being included. It's it's it, it's it's irrelevant because you are the only person who applied who was qualified. <laughs> the only other person was a student. It's an irrelevant statement and in my opinion. Thing, I've watched like we've hired like you know three or four different positions, and literally like there was this old white guy who came in for the job. He was very experienced. Like I did, I wasn't on the search committee, but I like talked to him, you know, and he seemed like a a decent guy. And then they're like. Yeah, we didn't hire him. He was one of those white guys, old white men. You what know do you what I mean, mean by and, those people? And I was right? like, whoa, like, what are you talking? Like, I don't understand. And so, you know, now it's 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 all the time. Right. And that's another thing, too. Like, I'm like, I see the writing on the wall. Yeah. Like in this industry that I'm in, being straight and being white is not great. Even if I do amazing work, even if okay, I'm the so best do in you, the business. Do you know that in 80 years you're probably going to get reparations for this shit. So just stay alive. <laughs> and your kiddo, he's going to get reparations just for you being discriminated against for being a straight white guy. Well, it's not like anyone treats me bad. Well, not necessarily. There's some snide comments. <laughs> you here sound there, like right? a victim. You're like, you sound like a black man in the 40s. You sound like <laughs> you need a safe space. <laughs> them, you know, you know I've, nobody treats me bad. I'm fine. You know, I'm just out here working. They talk about the color of my skin a little, but that's all. Right, Kyle's in there just like, I'm tired, boss. <laughs> oh, my God. I wild. was born one morning where the sun didn't shine. <laughs> <You had it. laughs> um, but I mean, it's. It's fine. It is what it is. But when he told you like, that, you should have said, oh, no, I no, it's I totally get that. It's fine. I identify as black. <laughs> Dude, so that doesn't work for us. You know this. Know. If you're a straight white male or straight white female, even you can't just identify as anything. It's only if you're anything else that you can identify as the opposite of what you are. You that doesn't I bet you work. perked up if, if immediately Kyle went, oh, well, then never mind. I identify as female. Oh, then we're so happy to have you. Well, I actually, I, I am a woman now. So, oh, right, right. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, I just haven't like let everybody know this is kind of like the debut of that information. So maybe, maybe I'll get a raise. It is male. That is, well, yeah, that'd be sweet. So I just heard a story from my coworker earlier today. His uh, girlfriend's son, I think, was at school and was getting bullied or whatever. Uh, I can't remember the exact scenario, but what happened? Can you hear me still or as you walk to your fridge? Okay, that's a very long headphone cord. Wow. Dude, it's uh, like but 10 feet long. <laughs> <laughs> your mic cord is not. Uh, so he's at school and this kid like starts talking shit or something. So he, I don't know if he pushes him or whatever, but the kid bites his ass. So he beats the fuck out of him. Uh, the principal calls this chick or this dude's uh, mom into the office the next day and is like, yeah, so your kid basically beat the fuck out of this kid. And she's like, well, yeah, he bit him. And he's like, yeah, there's nothing we can do because he identifies as a dog. This is in my hometown. This is northern, far northern California where everybody's a fucking redneck. And I don't know what school exactly this was. I'm not going to dox them or whatever. But in, in my general area, that happened. And they're like, well, he can't do it. I'm like, dude, all you have to do is tell him your kid identifies as a dog catcher. Give him a taser and go to fucking town. 
a like, big net. If we're going to play this net. game. And also, yeah. um, the kid shouldn't get in trouble because he just hit a dog. Big fucking deal. It wasn't yeah. his dude. Well, no, then it's animal cruelty. There's laws Jeez. against that. Too. This is like the whole cat kid? litter thing, right? You know, the, yep. the cat litter in the classroom thing. I don't know, you know if that bathrooms. was a real story. I don't That's think that thing. was a real I don't, story. I don't know if I buy that one, Joe. Uh, it was on the internet. No, the story I'm telling you is straight from a coworker. No, that, that not his friend told him that. People. Oh, real? So like, it was, that was like his no, kid. no, it was his his girlfriend's kid. This just happened like the other day. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, and I oh buy chickens God. from him, so I then him. I would fucking kick that dog and make him stay outside all day. You know what I just mean? Tell, like just just tell him hey, sit every time you see a him. bad dog is you got to treat a bad dog like a bad dog until they improve, right? So wait, no so treats. your your friend, so the, your coworker's girlfriend's kid is the one who beat the shit out of the dog, though, right? Not the dog. Yes. All right. So the dog is someone else's kid. Yeah, All the right. dog is some other fucktard's kid that is now a fucktard as well. Wait, what we need to do is kid. call the cops. Or the ATF on like, you know. Oh, and have and, them put the dog down. They'll shoot the dog. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, the yeah. dog. Yeah, the dog bit him. Come it, on. You got to play the you fucking check game. It for Don't let these people win. That when a dog bite happens, I know this with my job. When a dog bite happens, you got to quarantine them, checking for rabies. And sometimes they put them down. So maybe you should just do that. Your friend's girlfriend should go in and say, um, a dog bit my kid on campus. Got, I'm suing you. And he's got rabies now. And it's yeah. apparently on record well, because the principal said that. that <laughs> they'd probably have to prove that he had rabies. That, so that's beside the point. If a dog came up and bit one of our kids on school property, you can be sure that the school would do something about it. You know they right. would. But instead, yeah. they sent the person home for beating the shit out of the kid because he identifies as a dog. Get out of here. It's, a, it's so stupid. I would look up every now, single... What would be the best animal to identify as, though? Like... What Ooh. I mean, what what could you get away with the most, or like maybe have the most fun with, as uh, you know, so, identifying as an animal, something endangered, the spotted owl, or uh, what's another good one? Mm. Uh, this what is, a tough is one. endangered? The dodo bird. I'm a do I'm the last remaining They're, dodo bird. Oh, you're the last one. Yeah, okay. I, I identify as the last remaining one. No, no, I'm I identify as the last. You're remaining the dodo last bird. dodo bird. Okay, so we have to put you in like a protective. Uh, facility, a safe, a safe feed space. me, let me shit myself, whatever, because I'm the last it, one. Would that be the most fun for you, though? Like, we get put know. up in a. We could facility? try it out for a bit and then just tell them I identify as a human again. Like, this is how oh, stupid this is getting. Like, that's true. Wh yeah. Where do you think this goes? Because we've talked a lot about this too, and about the identifying and the. Blah. Where do I, you think this goes? And like, I think that I think I, it's going to reverse pretty soon because this no, can't that's, go on. that's what i was going to say dude it's a pendulum and you hear the left always crying about like oh my god we're in the handmaid's tale because of donald trump and i'm like oh in 20 years we will be because uh the only people having kids right now are immigrants and christians um <laughs> it's going to so, be handmaid's tale it's, it's just going like idiocracy when they're talking about, oh, well, we're not going to have a kid now, not in this economy. And then exactly. the guy dies no. before they can even do IVF or whatever. Yeah, you no, know, exactly. She's like, yeah, I might freeze my eggs or whatever. It's like, yeah, mm -hmm. it's uh, that's and that's where the whole climate change problem. Like people don't have kids because it's bad for the climate. Like I it's I, I think it swings back the other way pretty like significantly. But that scares me even more. Like I'd much yes. rather live under like a retard world that we're in now than like authoritarian 1984 New World Order kind of stuff so, you know that yeah obdm actually just mike mentioned that exact thing today where he's like we're gonna get to such a ridiculous level of clown town where it's gonna have to go the other way but then you're gonna actually get what they've been calling the right this whole time you're gonna get this totalitarian authoritarian fucking regime that is just on top of you boot on the neck stomping forever like it's, a police state yeah i mean that's yeah. how you get a police state um, yeah back to blue bro yeah, it's I, I think it's uh, I, I would agree with that. It's it's definitely going to swing back um, extremely hard. But here's the thing. The pendulum just keeps getting pulled and then equal and opposite reaction, baby. That's the laws of the universe. It's going to go back and then they're going to pull it up a little bit more. And then we're just going to have this giant thing. And eventually it'll start going in a circle and uh, we'll be in some sort of like weird alternate dimension type place. Well, we might already be, be. We might be. I could I I could see that. Um, but Jen, did you did you tell tell us what animal you, you, or creature you identify <laughs> we have to as? Go back to this. We have to know. I didn't. I don't know. I was thinking my first initial thought was an alligator for some reason. I thought it would be really fun to just people fuck to... those up in Florida. I know. Have you seen those it's videos? Fucked up. They will fuck an alligator. You're, up. Gonna, you're gonna wrestle. <laughs> but if I was if I had to sit in a classroom as a little kid, 
I would want to identify as an alligator. I could just eat the teacher and leave. Just so people leave you the fuck no alone. Yeah. And you could just sit like this under the desk, like just your eyes popping out. Yeah. Watching you, motherfucker. So this is a strategy, though. Um, if you go to a theme park and you're of stature like me, and then I can't ride half the rides, I could just say I identify as a giraffe. Let me on the ride. I should tell my kid that, actually. Cool. You're going to identify as dead by the end, but have fun. Yeah, you're going to fly <laughs> off this thing anyway, so whatever. Yeah, man, that's... <laughs> uh, it is getting crazy, but I, I do think it, it swings back and we have literally like a, a Handmaid's Tale type scenario. If It'll not swing worse. back so slow. Like, look at... All right, so look at when all of this happened with people identifying as whatever. I mean, I... When we first started talking about people identifying as male or female when they were born the opposite gender, I've met people who are trans and I I like them. I yeah. mean, they're they're not my friends necessarily, but they were acquaintances or people I worked with or whatever, and they're not shitty. So it it wasn't awful for me to be able to understand and accept their viewpoint. Not not that I think that that's healthy or okay or that everyone should be like that i don't think it's the norm i don't think it's, it's like super you don't common but i, don't I think it exists it, right it's like i don't have to agree with it but like as long as you're cool i'm cool but like you that's know? what you're doing and what you're doing has nothing to do with me so that's totally fine the yeah, problem it's when i have is coming... when the, when the media says like everyone's doing this and we should teach kids all about this because that's how things are that's not how things are most people are born a man or a woman and they stay that for their whole life and they procreate and they Some have a people, weird phase in college where they're not quite sure, you know, right. <laughs> that's called quite curious, but that's, a, but it's okay to be gay or trans or straight, whatever you want to be. It's totally fine. But I think most people, it's fair to say are male or female and they are born that way and they stay that way. And that's how we procreate and keep life going. I know for people for that, that are reason. so worried about like making sure the human race survives survives it seems weird that they're like men can have babies it's like well, no, those people I... don't want us to serve like they want us dead you know what i mean yeah like then well, i think you can boil the whole world like everybody on earth like i you know it's bad to generalize but i think you can put everybody in earth in two categories the people who are want more people and the people who want less people the pro-human versus anti-human i think it all can be boiled down to those two categories right um, if right. we're going to play that kind of binary game um, and, you know, there's different groups among that. But that's that's how I look at people. If It's like, are you like pro like us? Like, are you on our team? If you're not, then like, why would I want to fuck with you? You know what I mean? Like, if you want me dead or you hate me, why would I shop at your store? Why would I like interact with you? Right. And I think you're going to start seeing like parallel economies. We're already seeing that over the last few years. But I mean, just there's going to be a. There's going to be the New World Order and the Great Awakening at the same time. Like, it's going to be both things happening simultaneously. Yeah, it's like a quantum splitting. And I think most people want more people, though. I think even trans people, gay people, straight people, all of us, I think all want more people. I think the elite or the they that run the media want us to think that there are people out there who want everyone to die who doesn't take the COVID backs. I'm not saying that there weren't people who said that, but I think it's very few and far between. I know lots of vaccinated people who were like, I didn't give two shits if anyone took it or not. I just took it because I was scared or I just took it for this yeah, reason or whatever. Yeah, they were the one giving donuts out for it. But it doesn't matter. It That is so beside the point. The people who were angry about people who didn't take the vax was very small. And the mm -hmm. media made it sound like it was huge and that you should feel that way. Well, and it was they mostly the media saying it, right? It, it was, was them saying the like, media. that's know, what I mean. Is those people you. you're talking about weren't the ones being like, you should get a donut for getting it. Like, hmm. no, it was just normal people. Uh, real quick before we get out of here, uh, the the trans thing, just come back to it. I just thought about this the other day because I heard an interview with uh, Eddie Izzard. And if you're not familiar with him, then you're probably not as old as me. But he, uh, what band was he in? I, was it a band? I okay. I know the Isn't name. Isn't he a was, comedian? It was oh, something like that. He's I, a stand-up comic from England that used to dress in drag. That's that right. was right. his whole shtick. That's right. So the funny part was is that he I think he went on Rogan or something. He's he, been on Rogan a couple times, I think. He was talking about how he's like, no, I just he's a weird dude. He's like, I just like dressing in women's clothes. I'm a dude. I just I'm not identifying as a female at all. I just like dressing like a woman and being and having fun. 
I'm like, cool. He's not going, no, I am a woman and I should have the same rights as women and you should respect me as a woman and I'm a he, she, or she, her. No, he did recently because he's a celebrity and he has to go in line with the status quo and be like, oh, this is what we're doing now. He was doing this shit in the 80s and everyone thought it was hilarious. Like in in living color, (laughs) used to have that kind of shit all the time where they'd have dudes dressing up as chicks like Jim Carrey or uh, any any number of actors and they would do it and it was funny for a fucking reason because it wasn't real and now they're just like it's not about the acceptance of the other people it's about the people doing it saying that you have to that's that's my biggest problem yeah it's like first of all i don't care what you do i i could give two shits and to tell you the truth some of the times it is funny and it's funny because if you just walked on this earth without having that idea or having those feelings you wouldn't be doing it so sometimes it's funny eddie izzard is a freaking gemstone when it came to that because it was fucking hilarious his accent however too. Mm-hmm. he isn't telling you that you have to observe him That's the whole fucking problem that I have. You want to dress like a fucking cow for the rest of your life and be a furry? Go for it. But don't tell me that I have to observe you as a cow. Or address you as moo. Guess what? I don't have to. If if I want to be observed as being tall, but I'm not, I can't make you act like I'm tall. Because I'm not. Ben's well, like, look me in the eye as they look above him. A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people, I think uh, a common theme that's going around is that people are actually asking how you feel about things, where typically we're not asked how we feel about things that's while we're fair. just walking around. You know, if someone's like clearly looks like a girl or a guy and asks to be addressed as the opposite gender, I think all of us here would be like, okay, and then keep going. But there are the very few, and I'm not, I don't think most trans people are like this at all. I've never met a trans person who is confrontational at all. But if someone were, it's it's because they want to hear how you feel. And that's what the media wants us to think also. But anyway, if someone's asking you and or saying, hey, I want to be addressed as man. Like if I said that to you guys right now and I looked at you all and was like, how do you feel about that? And you said, well, I think that's fucking stupid. Then you would be the bad guy. And that's that's the problem is that we're asking everyone or people are asking people how they fucking feel about their personal decision. Whereas most of the time we all don't give a fuck about how other people feel. They've weaponized that too though and gone, if you don't give a fuck, that's also wrong. Silence right. is but, violence. But you know what? I don't give a fuck. So uh, I know that's what we covered a couple shows ago. I'm like, people can call me whatever they want anymore. I, I'm not worried about it. Call me racist, transphobic, homophobic, whatever. Call me whatever. Okay, sure. Yeah, sure. That's what you so think of me. That's not me. Things. I don't so. care what anybody does as long as they're not hurting me or trying right. to. And, and if they want to ask my opinion, I'll give it. But if you ask someone their opinion, you have to be open minded enough to accept yep. that because you're the one asking. You're opening, and you're, your, the one. you're opening yourself up for critique and criticism. So if knowingly the critique or crit- yeah, knowingly you are asking for it. There's a reason why that's a saying you're asking for it. Like if you are asking somebody's critique or criticism and it happens to swing the opposite direction of what you were hoping to hear. And you're like, gotcha. Deal with it yeah. because you made a decision. Not everyone's going to like it. Like everybody's on this train of if I do something, everyone else should or has to like it. No, they fucking don't. And they won't ever for and all of humanity. No, no one, not everyone is going to be on your fucking train. I don't think most people feel that way, to be fair. I don't think most people are asking people to be on board with no, how they, they just feel. Try to make I you think, believe it. I think like it's, the news, the news. Sure. But I think the news is trying to portray that there are a lot of people out there who want people to feel exactly how they feel and that they're also being confrontational about it. I do not feel like that is the norm at all. I think in general, of course, we all as humans want people to be on our side and agree with us. But we also know, like normal people, that that's a possibility. There's a possibility that that's not going to happen. There's a huge possibility. People are normal, whether they do things that align with your values or not. A lot more people just kind of do their own thing and don't care. And the media wants us to be divided so bad. No, and you're mm-hmm. never going to please everybody. We found that out doing the show. Yeah. And I don't care. <laughs> so, and you shouldn't care either if you're a trans or something. Like, 
You're not going to please everybody. You should know that from the get-go, and you do. So if you're trying to bring everyone over to your side and it doesn't happen, that's on you, and not us. Trans be trans, though. Like, who cares? It's not yeah. a big deal. It doesn't have any impact on anyone else. Get a fucking bottle attached to your your shit and be a, a bottle sexual. Like, who, who fucking... Like, you can go as crazy as you want with it. Be an alligator in school. That's yeah. my recommendation. Well, we got to get out of here. Kyle? Kyle? God damn it, Kyle. Where's my Kyle drops? Hang on. They're in here somewhere. Oh, uh, where did they go? What the Should fuck? I wait for it? Like, yes, no. Wait one okay. second. I will find it. <laughs> yes, Hold no. On. Should yeah, we play no. the Jeopardy music? No. no. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, no. motherfucker. Where'd they go? Oh, here oh, we go. I don't have any actual Kyle ones. Hmm. hmm. Well, you should work on that. There's plenty I, I thought of, I uh, did. Plenty of material to pull from. But yeah, guys, thanks for having me on. This was fun. Um, of course. I you got enjoyed... anything to plug? Uh, no, um, uh, nothing at all. Just uh, y'all be good to each other. Uh, be peaceful. Pray for peace if you pray. Um, pray for each other if you pray. Um, and uh, wish me luck on being a dad. That's kind of my focus right say, now. We probably won't see you again until after you're a father. So early congratulations. Enjoy it. Soak it up. I hope everything is exactly healthy and the way it and should be. We will see you in five years. <laughs> No, I'll be back in some form, I promise. So um, appreciate it, guys. It was good catching up with you. Of course, dude. Thank Thanks, you. Dude. Appreciate it. And uh, one piss for you Thanks. and one piss for OBDM. Hey, love Mike, you. Gretchen, Joe, I love you guys so much. We love you all.